In this episode, once again, we speak to the amazing Peter Schroeder. Peter is an accomplished DJ, entrepreneur, and technology pioneer. With over 20 platinum records, 40 gold records, and a triple nomination for prestigious Danish DJ awards, Peter is one of the Denmark's top DJs, entertaining audiences up to 180,000. He was featured a radio host by the age of 12 and appeared on talk shows and TV stations across Denmark. In addition to music career, Peter has over 20 years of experience creating cutting edge technologies for companies such as Facebook, Samsung and Airbnb. He's a true innovator who works closely with businesses to address mission critical telecommunications, enabling them to quickly implement, manage and expand for success. Today, you were speaking to Peter about how to bootstrap yourself to a multi-million dollar business. Let's find out. And remember, if you want to upgrade your money mindset, then click on the link www.millionairefoundations.com and watch my free training. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, we have the amazing Peter Schroeder. Welcome, Peter. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be back. Peter, once again, everyone's heard your intro, but please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. Well, I'm uh, the founder CEO of uh, Telcio, a phone service provider based in Los Angeles, providing phone service to the world, really. Fantastic. So, Peter, <laughs> we we had this un- well, very fascinating conversation on Friday feature, and this led them to, led us to today's discussion, which is on um, how to bootstrap yourself to mm-hmm. a multi million dollar business. Now, you shared with us in Friday feature that you literally had just fourteen thousand in your, in your you know that you you know you cashed out from your four hundred one k. So, literally, just you took out your pension and you said, "Okay, yeah. I'm going to invest into my 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 future <laughs> business." And how you took your fourteen that fourteen thousand to now, which is a multi million dollar company, you know. Um, so, talk us through how do you do that? Well, I mean, uh, it's not just something you do overnight. Obviously, you've been doing this. Wait, nobody. Uh, <laughs> okay, of course not. <laughs> it's a long road. We we took the long road, and and it's actually interesting because um, when we started off this thing, uh, we thought that. The way you grow uh, a business, especially a tech business, and you know we're based in Los Angeles, but mm. hearing everything from Silicon Valley, so you go out and find a VC, and then you get a billion dollars, mm. and then you—that doesn't really work that way. And you only hear about those one or two that actually gets that crazy amount and, and mm. on an idea. So while we tried obviously raising money in the beginning, and we thought we had to do that, um, you know, we also still had to grow the product and the business and actually start yeah. getting revenue. So we started out really, uh, you know, basically just like created a product, uh, a, a basic uh, phone service with very, very limited features and targeting really, really small businesses like startups and stuff um, and, 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 and just put it online. So, so we didn't spend any money on actually developing the product. It was all our own uh, uh, skills uh, uh, and, 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 you know, from, from past uh, uh, things we've done. But 
build build a, a very basic product and then started just writing about it online in different places and and, and posting hey we have this new right go try it out set mm-hmm. a really low low price so that everyone can afford it so we get at least some kind of traction in terms of getting some users in and getting some people to use it so you understand what is it uh, that's wrong with it and mm-hmm. what do you need to make better um so that was really the first two years of of of, of the company it was really just about uh try and get some some users and, and, and get some a few customers in and, and see if you can get them to give some feedback and 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 and, and so on and what happened then slowly and 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 uh over over a course of, of a few years uh, was that every time we got a new customer they had a suggestion for a feature or something like that mm. we would build it and that would attract a bigger customer uh and you know eventually these customers went from being one or two employees uh startups to companies like Netflix Facebook Samsung uh Google and what have you Airbnb and 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 a bunch of other big businesses that we have some as customers today and that's really just because we've been slowly massaging this product into mm. something that works for for bigger and bigger businesses um every single single dollar that we uh, uh earned on this you know we try to you know pay ourselves a very 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 low uh, salary just so we can pay rent and 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 you know buy some uh some some pasta uh, really uh and and and, and not spending anything but reinvesting everything and and eventually you know we could hire our first employees so when i say we uh, i founded uh, the company with my wife uh, or uh, back then we had just met each other but um you know her taking care of the business side and and me taking care of, of product uh, branding vision te- technology and all that kind of stuff you know and, and and that was obviously rough in the beginning because you sit there and and you're running a company you are tr- you're, you're uh, you know creating uh, a product you're working putting a lot of hours into that and at the same time you're also answering the phone uh, and doing tech support on first line or someone calling in you know to reset a password and all these things but you got to be you know willing to 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 do that uh, and then slowly you know revenue started picking up i think the first month we did $200 all right and then uh, the after a year i think it was $5000 a month but then you know uh, because we were just putting everything back into it mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, we could hire more people we could start actually uh, spending more time on on things that made a difference in terms of growing the business mm-hmm. um so yeah so that's the first couple of years obviously but then how do you get the customers right <laughs> yeah i mean i mean uh, i i'm thinking about this at the moment so i mean one of when i was first starting out in the online space and i think i came on the space just i think just around the time that russell bronson came on came out with click funnels and mm-hmm. i saw his journey and what he did and i was always inspired by it I mean, you know i i i think i was probably one of the early adopters of, of click funnels and you know, just played around with it just for the sake of it i never what to the hell to do and i've stayed with them ever since so i'm still locked into the old price um cool. but it's it's um i loved uh, the fact that they never did vc and then they you know they and they didn't and they made they were the ones who came up with them spend one dollar to make two dollars that kind of mm-hmm. a robot um model and i think that kind of marketing just really ch- shifted whole social yeah. media marketing and how the you know the the, the marketing is done and how money is raised and how you you can invest in your businesses and even now when i had this I remember having this conversation with um, I was talking to a business consultant and, you know, the question was asked, so, you know, what do you want to do and how do you want to raise funds? And I said, that we've got the debts we have at the moment is what we've got. I don't want to have any more debts in the head. Um, a couple of hundred thousand is, is more than sufficient considering we've got multiple seven-figure business. That's not much debt at all. But no, no. I, I'm not really keen on having um, additional debt. My, my thoughts are let's bring profit and let's do, let's churn out a profit. And reinvest that into the company without rather than suddenly taking that as dividend, let's reinvest that in the company and use that to grow the company 
uh, because my my goal is not you know front end profit is towards when I exit so I have an exit strategy in mind that I want to get take a, a large lump sum from so I'd rather sacrifice the, the front end for the back but the point is I don't want it to be in debt and it's a very different mindset to the conventional business because if you when they think of raising money they think oh let's go and get debt well I'm thinking let's more let's have more sales let's do some sales and really right. push for the revenue rather than actually you know going into more debt yeah and 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 that's the thing like we, we we've done exactly the same um over the years and 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 uh what's what's interesting is uh obviously every industry is very different uh for us being a tech company and especially mm. in telecom uh you know we are all online um the way we get customers is well we need to be available where uh, either you buy ads you know or, or or stuff like that or or you are available when people search for it for something like us we our our service is a b2b service mm. it's really hard to sell someone a phone system uh yeah. it's like selling someone a house uh if 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 they are not looking for one they're not going to buy one it's it's yeah. it's like calling someone and say hey do you want to buy a house uh no uh but but you got to be available and you got to be there when someone is looking and to to mm. change whatever they have or upgrade or whatever whatever which means seo or uh, paid uh, search ads now for us the paid search ads are five or six hundred dollars per click mm. that the math does add up because uh the retention rate and and, and the, the uh you know uh mrr for 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 these different uh, times of uh businesses so the roi is there you know, the, the roi must be the, there the roi is but the problem is when you don't have when you have fourteen thousand dollars you can't go out and spend yeah. the billion dollars that at&t or ring central or, or uh, mm. these companies do right so so you got to figure out what can you do then and hmm. um, and for us it was well you can get really good at SEO hmm. uh, you know it's, it's it's something you can it's a skill you can actually you know learn hmm. so we went in and actually over and it, it this takes a long time the SEO is not something SEO would does take a long right? time it's a it's yeah. a long game yeah, yeah. organic is. organic in any form is a long game whether you're posting on social exactly. media and so organic is the long it's but it's it's a long game but it's a sustainability whereas you know paid advertising can get you the Short burst of of revenue, but it doesn't. It's, it's not sustainable. Um, right, and, and but but that's the thing. Like that that works when you have investors that can yeah. say, okay, we put in this much uh, yeah. in one end, and then this comes out the other. We didn't have that luxury, so we went out and became good at SEO. So if you search for phone menu or call queue, we're number one on Google, and mm-hmm. our competitors pay thousands to to you know to match that, and we get mm-hmm. it for well, quote unquote. Free. It's not mm. free because we put in a lot of labor, but uh, over the years uh, that is paying out, and that's how we have been able to grow a business. Uh, mm. And and you know that whole game is changing as well. I'm, right now I'm standing here in a, in a new studio. We just spent like I think a million dollars on mm. uh, for for TV because we need to start creating video content because that's that's where SEO is going now. We need to mm. adapt. But but you know when you can't do what the other ones are doing, you got to figure out how can I beat them in another way then. Yeah, and, and you know that's different for a favorite one, obviously. And I think that's where the entrepreneurial mindset comes in. Okay, how can we do things differently? What can we do? What can we focus on? Uh, you know, you, you if ever and I and I, I I learned this quite early on. If everybody's going, if everyone's going left, I'm going to go right. I'm not even yeah. going to think. I'm just going to say you're going that way. Everyone's going that way. Okay, I'm going to go that way. Why? Because yeah, and then you're the other ones are going to follow you. By the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I always think do do whatever yeah. the opposite of what the herd is doing, and. Yeah. And therefore, that you're always ahead of the herd because people always want to follow someone to want to be the leader to be to have a different direction. And I think that's every in every industry there are some commonalities. We can just learn about marketing and just imply, you know implement those. And that is building the like and trust factor. 
that's yeah. the biggest thing that and that is and, and and being different being standing out i think you know one of the things that i, I found quite interesting it wasn't intentional um but i i'm finding in because i'm in the steel manufacturing industry now um mm-hmm. i'm your i'm like the the, the, the I'm also a brown girl. Like everyone around me is usually, you know, Caucasian or white or something. I haven't seen much anything else right. so far. Yeah, that's right. True. Um, and so, and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a woman, and I'm brown woman on top, right? And I'm a Muslim brown woman on top. Can you imagine? I'm a Muslim brown woman on top, right? Oh, that's great. Uh, and so it's <laughs> yeah. intentional. But when we yeah. have meetings, I'm sure they will quite. They're, they're not going to forget me easily because I'm the odd, I'm the odd nice. one out. Right. Exactly. That's the big, all of a sudden becomes your superpower, right? <laughs> exactly. So I mean, I, around, yeah. yeah, because they, they, then they, I'm, I'm memorable. I'm, I'm someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So she's different, and okay, she's interesting. What is it? I mean, whatever reason, it just I stick in, in in the mind, and then when you come back for repeat business, it's there because okay, fine. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, obviously, you have to provide high quality product. That goes yeah. without saying. But yeah. people have to remember who you are. They're not mm-hmm. just sticking people's minds. Sometimes something about you. Allows you to do that. I mean, my kid, just being me, just being a brand in the UK, um, has helped me. However, whatever industry and you, you can have a unique aspect to yourself and that will create your USB that makes you, that differentiates between you and everybody else. But if you act and behave like everyone else, mm-hmm. then what's the differ- differentiating factor? Nothing, right? You know what? I, 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 I spent a lot of time teaching our, and, and I'm literally stuffing it down the throat. Uh, our, our supporters and, and and sales teams um how to talk on the phone with customers they come from 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 other positions and similar mm-hmm. positions you know and they are it takes a long time to get this out of by the way yeah. the way and the wording you use when you speak uh, as a supporter to a customer mm-hmm. you know the cautiousness and, and and i'm telling you leave that and talk to them like is your best friend so, yeah. so someone calls in and you say uh, hey, 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 John, how are you, man? Okay, so, uh, yeah, let me see how I can, I can help you that. Can you give me your, your account number or something like that? You know, speak to the customer, uh, as if it's your best friend. Uh, yeah. and they will respect you 10 times more and they will remember you. If mm. you go read our, uh, reviews online for our customers, all of them mention our support. Uh, mm. and that's because they get personal support and they, all of a sudden, because you, you take away this, a hat that you put up, put on as a, as a supporter, and supporters sound this way. They talk, you know, cautious. If you put leave that, and 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 you 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 just like become friendly, when the the customer will not only respect you more, they will believe that you know, like you, they have already reached the, the top tier supporter because mm. this guy is, is is so much in control and and knows everything because he's just like he's relaxed and he's he's very confident. It's it's a whole different game. Yeah. Um, I learned that really really early on, and and it's, yeah, it it works. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I think half the battle is actually knowing how to speak to your audience. Um, mm. that's, I mean, that's something, I mean, I, my background is I'm a lawyer. So that's, I mean, I, and I'm a barrister in the UK. So one of the things that I'm very grateful for that I, we were sort of drummed into us, I think during our uh, bar vacation courses, I have no idea what's going on, but at that time it was bar vacation course, is, is being able to communicate effectively in, you know, to both to lay, you know, which would be layman, your, your clients. And then mm-hmm. also you have solicitors here, solicitors, and then also your judges and so forth. And being able to converse, 
in the language that's appropriate for right. the different, you know, di- different audiences. So you basically target your audience speaking to them. And I, mm-hmm. that is the one skill set that I've used across my careers everywhere, even now. Mm-hmm. So when I'm speaking to, for example, when I'm speaking to a welder or I'm speaking to a bookkeeper or a management accountant or an MD or whatever else, the language, the way I speak and the mannerism changes. And also, you know, I also become softer. So as I've climbed the ladder, Instead of becoming stricter, I've become softer because I think I, I, I'm a bit overpowering at times. <laughs> <laughs> so I've become softer because I had to. Otherwise, yes, you know, you are in a position of authority, but if you don't, if you don't come from the same angle and speak to them from the language that they can hear mm-hmm. you, you'll be talking down to them, and that's not going to be heard by anyone. Thank you have you. to come to their level and speak in a language so that we're non-threatening for starters. So non, there's a book actually called Nonviolent um, Communication. I love that book. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that helped me to really, really understand how to speak in a way that was non-violent. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're in a, you're in a fight, but it just means that you're speaking in a non-threatening way to right. your, you know, your your team members and your other, you know, your or subordinates, but obviously team members, and also you know people around you. And this is a skill that I think all you know we as an entrepreneurs need to have because you need to be able to talk to them. But that also skill is, as you said, it's your sport. That sport yeah. or the, the sports staff needs to be able to talk in a in a friendly way to understand yeah. the problems because once yeah. once people feel that they're understood, that's half the game. Yeah, exactly, exactly, spot on. Uh, and 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 it's 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 fascinating how hard that is to learn. Uh, to yes, do, because it's, it's, a skill. Think, it's a it skill. It's a skill set. Hey, you just talk to your friend, right? Yeah. That's really difficult, uh, especially if you've uh, been in a in a different position, you know, and and yeah. you you're used to just putting that hat on when you go to work. Uh, yeah. That's that's that can be really different. And 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 I and I even try to you know make my team talk to me that way. And hey, like. Tell me when I'm an idiot, or tell me when I'm uh, uh when I'm wrong, and yeah. that's even harder, you know. Having like the guts to 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 go against your boss and say, yeah. "Hey, you're absolutely wrong about this," and and uh, I think what you you said right there, that was like you 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 sounded really condescending or, or something like that, you know. Luckily, I I now have a, a few employees. It's not the whole team, but that that has that. Uh, ability and that drops off uh, for the rest, but that's difficult. But if you can get there with your with your team, that's uh, that's gold. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So coming back to this idea of you know how to go from fourteen thousand, literally bootstrap you all the way to multi multi million dollar business, and having you know clients like Netflix and um, you know Airbnb on, and on your mm-hmm. on your books. Now, you know we've talked about lead generation and doing that through um, organic through you know seo and cuz in this day and age everything's available right. you know what else so apart from that what else should someone be focusing on so if they're running a startup and people have these ideas that you know like i said we 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 got rid of already that they're going to get um a vc and if they don't get a vc then the idea's gone down the drain no it's not um no. you can still build on the idea you just have to put um creative hat on and to find creative ways to generate leads and generate interest and and generate revenue. The most important thing is generate sales. That has to be your target and work out how you can get sales without spending enormous amount of money on advertising. Yeah, and that's that's really just different from everyone. And but but it's it's about being creative. That's mm. that's you you just gotta really think differently. I think I think that whole uh whole thing about being be, you know being being willing to 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 take that journey because it's it's uh you know. Obviously, it's, it sounds like, uh, yeah, that might not be as easy as just getting some money from a VC, uh, but 
just be happy when you do make it because I mean we we didn't take any money so we own the company now uh, instead of five percent uh, and and at some point you know early on we were actually offered an investment I think it was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for fifty percent of the company mm. and am I glad today that I didn't take that uh, you know uh, there was been a whole different game so I think it's important um, you don't have to raise money uh, you can like there are always ways you can. Uh, make it, it might be a lot harder, uh, but if you're willing to do it, the upside is there as well. I believe so too. How, talk to me about how you find team members. Now, in my experience, the hardest thing you do is not generating mm-hmm. leads. That's actually the easy part. I think if you can get your head around uh, marketing, it, it's it's instant yeah. repeat. The hardest thing is creating the right team yeah. and and selecting or finding the right sort of talent. How do you go about doing that, especially when you're on bootstrap? That's rough. Uh, I think mm. the first uh, couple we found just uh, on some, some just like basically you sent them an email and said, hey, uh, you, do you want to come work for us? Uh, something like that. Uh, but it's really, really difficult. It's uh, it's a struggle and I hate doing it. Uh, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's so time consuming and you feel like you're, you're walking in sand because, uh, you know, you also have to be willing to, to be tough and fire people fast uh when you don't find the right ones because the way people uh act and in, in doing an interview uh is often very different from from when they actually start working we, we, we've seen some stuff um i think all them superiors probably have um uh, gone, gone through that but but yeah it's 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 difficult we uh tried recruiters that was just expensive and no good uh we actually ended up having to ask for our money back uh, completely because and, and they couldn't even pay us back because that's of such a volatile industry, apparently. Uh, we tried to do that. That's that was no good. I mean, I think today we we really just end up trying to uh, uh, hit up our network and 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 see who we who we can find, and then we try to limit our uh, staff. I mean, if you look at our staff count compared to our competitors, and then uh, compared with the the number of customers and, and users we have, we are. Quite quite a bit smaller than than everyone else and that's because we don't want to just hire a bunch of people just to hire them we want to find the right ones um yes yeah, so, so i mean it, it it is it is really difficult to uh to find people and 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 you have to to uh, spend a lot of time doing it uh, it's it's worth it though when you do find those those superstars uh that's what you need to grow a company you can't do it by yourself no 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 one has ever been able to do any like build a real business by themselves if you think you can then you're delusional and you should probably just stop um so put in that effort and and uh, you know it, 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 of course it varies based on industry and what you're doing where you uh, go to find these employees we uh have had good success with with uh linkedin and and really just hitting people up uh and saying uh, hey so uh see so you do this and this and can, can i at least you know try and tell you about what we do here and and, and try and set up a a, a a call and you know don't be uh again uh, think that's beneath you. Uh, this is really what what your business depends on. So you need to, to put that uh, that work in and 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 try and, and and see if you can you can find those superstars. And when you do, I mean, one of our best uh, people on our team, he's only twenty five, and uh, you know uh, he is you know the perfect employee in so many different ways. Uh, so so imagine that that you find those people that can really take stuff off your plate, and and you know so you can focus on what you're good at. Uh, and, and and just keep that in in the back of your head while you're grinding through it. Uh, you know it's worth it. Wonderful, wonderful. So now let's wrap this up. Uh, what would be your parting comments to someone who's also thinking of, of uh, or is currently doing a startup, and they're all uh, also bootstrapping themselves all the way to 
the world, their aspirations to get hit seven figures. So what would your advice be to someone like that? I would, I would always say that uh, if you're thinking that it's not worth it, then you should quit because um, again, we, we, we've talked about these, uh, you know, like, like people that make, make excuses and stuff like that. For me, I've never thought about bootstrapping. I've never thought about that, what it is that I was actually doing like when, while being in it. Uh, I'm just doing it because I can't not do it. I have to constantly, you know, grow this thing. I'm, I have to work on it. I have to put everything I have into it to, to see this thing grow. Uh, so, so I think it comes really natural. And, and I think if you, uh, if you're thinking too much about whether or not this is, uh, worth doing, then it's probably not worth doing. Uh, that's, that's at least my, my, my take on it. And then I think everything kind of, kind of comes, uh, automatically. Eventually, you know, you will get customers and maybe, you know, maybe you don't become a billion dollar business, but you'll probably get customers and, and you'll probably get some some revenue and enough to to you know sustain a living and and maybe it stops being interesting and then if you do something else who knows wonderful so tell us peter how can we connect how can we connect with you where can you find you the internet um peter schroeder.com uh there's literally links to everywhere i'm online and my email address uh, so hit me up Wonderful. So if you are listening to us on the podcast, then the links that Peter just mentioned would be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, down below in the description section, we'll have the links for him as well. Check him out and see how he can help support you in your business. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today, Peter. It's been a fascinating conversation with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to me and Peter today on Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.